0: go Steelers fans it's another episode of the Steelers fantasy football fix I'm your host Jeremy Betts looking forward to talking with you about fantasy football this week as always we will take a look back at what transpired in week four and then look ahead to what is going to go down in week five against the Denver Broncos one o'clock on Sunday on CBS so if you get that game be sure to Tune in and watch and root our Steelers on third home game of the season. Hopefully, we can uh, notch a win at home against the visiting Broncos, who just came off a loss to the division rival Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we need to put our foot down and show that we can bounce back from a bad first or a bad last three weeks. And I think the Steelers have what it takes, especially on defense, to do so. But we will need to see how it goes uh, to determine whether this team can make a comeback in the second quarter of the season now as we're moving into week five. There's 17 weeks uh, this year if you've been living under a rock and did not know that. But 17 weeks means we have an extra game. uh, But we are still a quarter of the way through the season. So today we're going to focus in on what we have seen The Pittsburgh Steelers' fantasy identity so far at the quarter mark of the 2021 NFL season. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, just where we stand as a Steelers team when it comes to fantasy football and uh, how we can use that knowledge moving forward to uh, better insert Steelers players into our lineups and uh, continue to hopefully pursue championships in our fantasy football leagues i hope your fantasy leagues went better than mine did this week i'm in eight leagues and of my eight i only won three went three and five this week not a great showing that's my second three and five week uh of the year so i need to do some work on my rosters and hopefully i can find some good trade partners this week trade Offers should be heating up in your leagues. There's going to be a lot of players that have been disappointing, a lot of players that have been showing out, and you can get great value uh, for uh, some players right now. So keep the trade talks open. It's the best way to enjoy fantasy football, in my opinion, is to keep the trade talks open. So uh, keep that in mind. Let's jump into the Steelers' fantasy identity. I think we can really start off with a really good thing, and that is – the fact that the Steelers boast two top 10 PPR players at their positions. The first one being none other than rookie running back Najee Harris, who is running back three in PPR leagues, uh, well ahead of guys like Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, and Austin Eckler, guys that were drafted ahead of him in most leagues. So you're getting great return on investment right now, especially if you are in a PPR League. If you drafted Najee Harris in your late first or early second round, um, maybe you squeeze them in even in the third round. Uh, so if you did good, Anya, it is looking like your investment is paying off. Uh, running back three is is no joke. Uh, he is consistently a um, big point scorer on a weekly basis for PPR leagues, and he's not doing too bad. In standard leagues, although the uh, catch rate uh, and the catches and targets are really allowing him to uh, boost up in PPR leagues towards that uh, that top five spot, that top three spot, actually. Um, so Naji Harris is a top ten player the rest of the v- the rest of the year. He is a must start regardless of matchup. His usage and his volume uh, just creates the opportunity for him to be a top level back for the remainder of the year that is good news and then the second top 10 player is Deontay Johnson now he's been injured and so his actual ranking is outside of the top 10 but his weekly average scoring is in the top 10 he is number eight in average weekly scoring in PPR leagues with uh, just over 19 points a game he is putting up wide receiver one type numbers just like we talked about at the beginning of the year, if the volume stayed steady for Deontay Johnson and he just upped his catch rate a little bit, which he has done, he would be a borderline top 10, top 15 wide receiver, and he is proving to be that. He is ahead of guys in average weekly scoring uh, like Devonte Adams and DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hawkins, all first-round wide receivers or second-round wide receivers, um, just that, that top tier of guys, Deontay Johnson is averaging more points per week in PPR leagues than any of those guys. So all that to say this, two top 10 PPR players, DJ and Najee should be in your lineups every week, regardless of matchup at this point. And I think that that is sustainable throughout the rest of the year just because of the way this offense offense. Operates the targets are going to be there in the passing game for both players, and I believe as the offensive line continues to grow together, and as some healthy players like Zach Banner and uh, Chuksa Korofor come back um, from their injuries that we could even see a a bigger jump in the run blocking ability for this this offensive line and uh, that should only be a boost to what is again the last placed running game in the NFL the 32nd ranked rushing attack you know team brass is not happy about that Um, but right now The record is the bigger worry, and I think that they're going to hopefully remedy that with some healthy players coming back and a uh, potentially better play from the man in charge on the offense, big Ben Roethlisberger. That is the hope, as he can bounce back a little bit and help these guys out. All right, and then uh, another thing that we have learned, part of the Steelers' fantasy identity so far, is that uh, there is only one other weekly potential start, and that is Chase Claypool when he's healthy. He is a flex play when he's healthy almost every week because of his big playability. He's averaging 12.8 PPR points uh, per week, so that is usable fantasy production from your flex position specifically, um, and he can go off on any week. So if that is the the average, if that is the, the floor, then you're hoping the ceiling can be much more and a really a player that could uh, potentially break out down the road as well and start putting up big numbers on a weekly basis. So keep chase Claypool in your weekly flex consideration. However, he's the only other fantasy position player that I would rec- I, that I can in good conscience, recommend at this point as a, as a starting option on your roster. Um, we have a couple disappointments. Uh, ben Roethlisberger uh, is the first one. And I don't think we were expecting a, a top 10 quarterback out of Ben Roethlisberger, but definitely somebody that you could stream every now and then when the matchup was good and that has not panned out at all. He is unstartable in fantasy football and uh, he is just uh, not a, an asset there. So he needs to be uh, unrostered in most leagues Uh, Unless you're in a two-quarterback league and and you're desperate for a second play, um, Ben Roethlisberger can provide uh, some value there. But even still, the 28th-ranked quarterback in fantasy football so far, despite the great supporting cast, he is basically unusable uh, for the remainder of the season as we sit here today. Um, Hopefully we can see a boost in that. Uh, Maybe a couple games here uh, coming up where he can put some good numbers up there, but so far, and uh, as we look at the remainder of the season, he is not a usable asset in fantasy football. The other disappointment is Juju Smith-Schuster. I talked about before the season and early on that he would be, um, uh, he would have a relatively high floor because of the target usage and the the way he's used in this offense, but He is not um, providing that type of value right now, averaging less than nine PPR points a week. He's a desperation flex at best right now, and uh, really you should have better options on your team unless you're in a very deep league um, to get those flex points for you or wide receiver two or three points. Juju Smith Schuster is still a good stash for your bench in case things turn around. But right now uh, he has been a big disappointment from a fantasy perspective and from a real life perspective as well. Both of these guys have not played up to expectations and I do not foresee that changing at this point. So uh, yeah, that's basically the Steelers fantasy identity right now. We do have two top 10 PPR players. In Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. One weekly flex play in Chase Claypool. And two major disappointments in Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster. The tight ends uh, we could kind of throw in as uh, disappointments, especially Ebron. We thought maybe we could get some production out of him, uh, but that has not been the case. Uh, um, Excuse me. Pat Fryermuth has been the targeted option in the passing game for Ben Roethlisberger so far in this early season. And uh, right now, neither tight end option is a weekly asset that you can use. So uh, potential streamers down the road, especially Fryermuth, um, as the season progresses. But we can con- we can consider the tight end position as non-beneficial in fantasy, and that is part of this dealer's identity as well from a fantasy perspective. Well, let's talk about what could change, though, as the uh, season progresses, uh, some things that could be good or could be bad, but first, uh, the, the first one being, uh, the lack of other productive assets at, or on the offense could force defenses to play, um, up close and pay more attention to Najee, which could limit his production and, um, help him slide down that top 10 ranking, uh, I don't necessarily foresee that happening. It could be possible, but I think teams have to respect Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, uh, their talent enough to where they will not be able to crowd the box too much and uh, force um, force the Steelers' hand in how they want to use Harris. I think the more likely outcome is something else I think that could change, and that Najee's skill set as a pass catcher gets used even more, frequ- even more frequently, and he could he could really... Be the number one overall running back at his position, or yeah, the number one overall running back by the end of the year. I I just see the way this season is going. The Steelers could be playing from behind a lot, which means, as far as we've seen, a lot of check downs to the to the running backs because Ben can't push the ball down the field very well, or the offensive line is not allowing him enough time to do so. Um, But I see that being a potential big thing for Najee, especially in PPR leagues. And uh, that could, that could be something that could change from what we've seen. His pass catching ability is used even more. Um, another thing we could see change is that a second receiver uh, could blossom as the O line starts to get a little bit better. Guys get back healthy as the offensive scheme starts to, con- or continues to take more shape. Um, and hopefully the ship gets righted a little bit. Um, a second receiver could become a weekly play. If that would happen, chase Claypool would probably be the one I don't foresee Juju smith Euster leapfrogging chase Claypool barring injury in the pecking order of Steelers wide receivers. That's just not the role he's has that has been designed for him in this offense on this team. And, uh, that is how I would foresee that going. So those are a couple things that could change um, as we progress through the season. But right now the Steelers have two usable players, a third potentially at the flex position. And that is about it from a fantasy perspective. We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk Broncos week, some things to watch for. And then at the end of the show, we will run through a few DFS studs for the weekend getting some cheaper players in to fill vital spots on your team so you can get those big wins in your DFS leagues this week. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. Forgot to mention at the top of the show that the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix is a part of the family of podcasts from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Check out the other podcasts on the platform and definitely go online and get all the content you want about your Pittsburgh Steelers at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, ask me questions about fantasy, um, we can just chat and talk about your leagues and, and see how things are going with you. Uh, you can follow me at TheBets93. That's at thebetz e b e I'd love to hear from you. And let's talk Steelers. Let's talk some fantasy football on Twitter. All right, let's jump in to Broncos week. Some things to watch for. We've got a tough defense coming to town In Denver, this the uh, I'm sorry. The game will be in Pittsburgh, but the Denver Broncos D is coming to town. They will be a tough play for the Steelers, um, but I would love to see this team rally at home and give fans a victory something to cheer about. It has not been great at Heinz Field so far in 2021. Um, Originally, my brother and I were planning to go to Steelers Bengals uh, this or a couple weeks ago. I am really glad that we did not end up doing that. Uh, It was a rough showing for sure. And I'm glad I got to yell at my TV screen, um, watching it for free instead of having paid a hundred bucks to yell at the air in the live stadium. So uh, can the team rally at home to give fans a victory? We will see. I am hoping so. If it doesn't happen against Denver, it's tough to see it happening in the near future. So let's go through some must starts in this game for Pittsburgh. Uh, it's the obvious two. It's Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. You're starting those guys. You're plugging them into your lineups. Even if you were to downgrade Deontay Johnson from where he has been producing at as a wide receiver one to a wide receiver two or a flex, because this is a tough defense Uh, You still have him in your starting lineup because of the volume and the uh, uh, ability for Deontay to get open and make plays. And then Najee Harris is a starting asset no matter who the opponent is because of his pass-catching ability. Get those two guys in your lineup from Pittsburgh. For Denver, I do have one guy that I see as a must-start. The Steelers' defense is uh, allowing the fourth-most points to opposing wide receivers in fantasy football. And I know Teddy Bridgewater is questionable for this game, but Drew Locke does have a big arm and can sling the rock. And uh Cortland Sutton, the wide receiver one for the Broncos, is a start for me this week. I think you have him at least in your flex and potentially in your wide receiver two spot as well. Get him in your lineup because the Steelers defense is struggling against wide receivers. And uh you know, maybe hope Sutton has a good game and the Steelers can shut down everything else and win this game. But I think Cortland Sutton is going to put up some good numbers. He's going to be a usable fantasy asset for you this week. Some must sits for Denver week for the the Steelers. It's big Ben. It's Juju Smith Schuster. I would sit both of those guys. Um, Even if you need streaming help, there are better streaming options, better matchups. Uh, Trevor Lawrence comes to mind with a good matchup this week um, and improved play from him. I think he could be a better starting option than Big Ben if you need a streamer. And then, uh, Juju, you have better wide receivers out there uh, that will, will be better options for you, especially against a tough past events like the Broncos have. Smith Schuster needs to be riding the pine this week for your fantasy team. And then for Denver, uh, whichever quarterback ends up playing, doesn't matter. Sit them. Don't worry about it. Find another quarterback. Um, And then I do not like Melvin Gordon or Javante Williams this week either. I think the the Steelers, yes, they got gashed on the ground by Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, but neither one had a really huge fantasy production game. The Steelers um, are still tough in the red zone against running backs, and they're not scoring touchdowns um so keep melvin gordon and javante williams on your bench unless you are absolutely desperate for some running back help and then melvin gordon to me is the better option as he has been the more productive of the two running backs so far this season but still um melvin gordon not a great play for me this week against the steelers defense All right, so those are some things to watch for in Broncos week. Let's jump into some DFS players that you need to get locked into your lineups to save yourself some money in your uh, lineup building and uh, hopefully clear up some space for some actual fantasy stud players. These guys are great fillers, great cheap options. Uh, The first one, I will start with a quarterback. I like Daniel Jones versus Dallas. He's kind of in the mid-tier of – uh, value in, um, DFS this week. Um, but he provides a, a high floor because of his rushing ability. And he's just been on fire from a fantasy perspective, uh, every week, basically this year and, uh, Dallas defense that, um, picks off a lot of passes, but does give up good yardage to quarterbacks and to passing opposing passing games. So I would expect Daniel Jones to be very serviceable in DFS, For a relatively cheap cost compared to some of the upper echelon quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, and company. So uh, get Daniel Jones in your lineup, save some money there, and grab an extra talented wide receiver or running back. Uh, Speaking of running backs, uh, the guy I like for value this week is Damian Williams, um, filling in most likely for David Montgomery in... uh, In Chicago, Uh, they're playing uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, who did a good job uh, against Austin Eckler for the most part as far as um, numbers go, or as far as uh, rushing yards and such go. But uh, they still were able to get Eckler involved in the scoring areas, and he uh, did score well for fantasy football. So I think Damian Williams is a great play because he's a fill-in Uh, backup he his value is lowered and so he will not cost you very much and he would be a great play this week against the raiders at wide receiver i do not understand why this guy is consistently being uh being so cheap on dfs markets but dj moore versus philadelphia uh i was very surprised at his price point on yahoo and uh he um is just just the the main target there in uh, Carolina, especially with Christian McCaffrey being out. The targets are just coming in for DJ Moore. I believe McCaffrey is expected to sit another week. You'll have to keep an eye on that. But in any case, DJ Moore should be a go against the Philadelphia Eagles who have been uh, getting absolutely torched by wide receivers all year. Um, example, Patrick Mahomes chucking the rock to Tyreek Hill, who put up 46 points in uh, week four against this Eagles team. Now, DJ Moore is no Tyreek Hill, and Sam Darnold is definitely no Patrick Mahomes, but the matchup is still good, and DJ Moore is not costing you that much. He needs to be in your lineup almost every week in DFS as long as his value stays right where it's at. I really like at tight end Jared Cook versus the Cleveland Browns for a DFS tight end this week. Uh, Cook has been highly involved in the passing game for the Chargers and the Browns defense, though it has very much improved this year. um, This projects to be a high scoring game. And I would think Jared Cook will be involved a lot as more of a security blanket for uh, Justin Herbert, who will get pressure from the duo of Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, uh, one of the better rushing duos in the league. So get Jared Cook in your lineups. He's cheap at tight end, and he could put up great numbers this week, allowing you to uh, purchase some other superstar studs for your DFS team and still get valuable uh production from the tight end spot. And then I do have a defense special teams unit. I like the football team from Washington versus the new Orleans saints. The saints are so up and down and it, it's just crazy. Um, it could, it could go severely wrong, but I think the potential for it to go right is there as well. Um, Winston and his mistake prone self, uh, taking on the Washington football team, I'm signing up for that in DFS, so I don't have to spend a lot of money on my defense, and I can still hopefully get a good week uh, and good point totals out of them. All right, that wraps it up for this week's edition of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hit me up on Twitter, at TheBets93. Love to hear from you. I Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. God bless, we'll talk to you again next week.